Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Rowdy and Reckless podcast. Or today, I've got Trapper Neff on the line. What's up, brother? How are we doing? <laughs> Not bad. How you been? I'm pretty good. Pretty good. Hell yeah. Just living life. Hell yeah. What you been up to? Uh, not a whole lot right now. I'm just trying to finish school. Um, I'm a senior right now, and oh, pretty much after I leave school, I go to work. I work for Garland City, uh, Public Works. I'm yeah, that's about it. School work and then usually gym after that. <laughs> Hell yeah. There yeah. you go. There you go. Yes, so, man, I mean, where are you from? Where'd you grow up? Uh, I was born in Ogden. Uh, okay. I grew up around here my whole life, uh, here in Utah. Um, I lived in Honeyville and Deweyville for most of my younger ages. Uh, then I recently moved to Tremont. Mm-hmm. And that that's where I've been so far. Oh, hell yeah. How old were you when you moved to Tremont? Uh, like 15, 16. Oh, hell so, yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. Hell yeah. Did you always go to Bear River? Uh, yes, sir. Oh, hell yeah. There you um, go. For my uh, like grade school, I, I went to Century. Oh, uh, no shit? Yeah. Hell yeah, that's where I went. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, and yeah, from Century, I went to North Park when we moved to Tremont. And then after that, we've just been going to Bear River High. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah, so, man. So you you fucking wrecked your bike the other day. How'd you do that? <laughs> yeah. So uh, I, I love route, riding mountain bikes. That That's how I used to get around town all the time when I didn't have a car or mm-hmm. a license. And I was down with my buddy in Ogden, and it's we were at this bike park. And I was hitting this uh, line. It was the first line. And the whole day, I, I knew something was off, right? Mm-hmm. So I get there, and the conditions were, like, okay. I mean, the weather wasn't bad. It was a little windy. Mm-hmm. But it was super soft and, like, deep. So I hit the first line, and I lost a bunch of speed before I came up to a jump. Mm-hmm. And I cased it and just went over the bars and hit my sternum on on the bars. And, yeah. <laughs> Damn, bro. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. So you, when did you get enlisted? So you just enlisted in the so, army. Yes, uh, about a month ago I enlisted in the army. Um, oh, hell yeah. yeah. My my MOS is 11X, so infantry. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, I'm super excited. Hell yeah. So just regular rifleman infantry? Uh, yeah. Um, I want to be uh, try and become a ranger. Um, oh, hell yeah. I didn't get that in my contract, but once I go to boot, uh, I'm going to try and get it through uh, basic. Okay. Hell yeah. So yes, when, when do you leave for boot? Uh, I leave June 21st of 2021. Oh, hell yeah. There yeah. you go. So what, what made you decide to do that? So when I was a kid, uh, I, I raced motocross for my whole life. You know, I, I started uh, race, racing motocross when I was six, got on a bike when I was five, right? Hell yeah. And my dad was probably my biggest influence into the military. Uh, I I always wanted to do it since I was a little kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was always a thought. And my my dad was he was on the SWAT team and all this. He was he was very involved with that law enforcement kind of style thing. And I, I was looked up to him mm-hmm. and wanted to do something like that. And I honestly don't know why the army. It it, <laughs> it was like the first one I kind of thought of, and I yeah. just did more research on that than really anything else, and that's what I went with. But, yeah, it, it was definitely my dad was probably the biggest. Oh, influence. hell yeah. Hell yeah. That's freaking sick, man. Yeah. 
freaking because like so i've just been trying to join the marine corps Mm -hmm. and before that like as a little kid like i'd always wanted to do it and my first thought was like i wanted to go army green beret some type of like navy seal special forces type of thing and then one day i just seen it a uh, marine in his dress mm-hmm. blues and i was like that's the fucking ticket yes yeah, i was like that's the guy yeah why i, well, I want to do special forces like i i love the military every branch you know we're mm-hmm. we're all brothers and everyone has their own brotherhood mm-hmm. but i feel like just a basic army right or the basic military they're i want to say they're basic but i feel like they don't get enough training mm-hmm. and to do well, I want to do. I, I I always wanted to be not necessarily on top, but I, I wanted to be the one out there. You know, like one of the guys getting shit done. Yes, yes. Hell yeah, man! That's freaking sick. So, um, oh hell. Uh, so, what kind of like? You kind of went through some shit lately. Yeah. Um. Recently, my parents got a divorce. Um. I mean, we we can step back a ways. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like. Go, go yeah. back, like, ex- do what you need, man. Oh, for sure. So I'll, I'll start from right when I was, I, I want to say born, but start start from scratch. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I have two brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, one's named Colton and the other one's named Colton, right? It, it, <laughs> it, it's weird, but when everyone asks, like, uh, what's your brother's names? I say Colton. Or like, what's the other one? I'm like, Colton. They're like, <laughs> what? So they're spelled different, but. So, they're, they're actually um, both my uh, half brothers. Oh, I, don't, okay. I don't have any full blood um, brother. Um, but so we call them Big Colton and Little Colton, right? <laughs> <laughs> one was older and one was uh, younger. Right. So that, that's how we kind of distinguished uh, who's who, right? And so my big brother, uh, or I guess they're both big brothers, but um, Big Colton, he he was diagnosed with muscular dystrophy when he was a kid, right? And he was in a wheelchair for most of his life. Mm-hmm. And if you know anything about muscular dystrophy or MD, uh, it the do- doctors say you're not supposed to live past 18. Right. And he he went past 18, right? And th- that was a big accomplishment. And I think I think he was 24, and he. I think it was like five years ago, five, six years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, his, his body started breaking down more and more. And uh, he was eventually hospitalized because your heart heart's a muscle, mm-hmm. right? And muscular dystrophy, it breaks down those muscles and the nervous system. And um, he passed away uh, in 2015. Mm-hmm. So, Damn, sorry yeah. to hear that, bro. Yeah, um, my other brother, Little Colton, he's fighting fires uh, for, I think, the state, I believe. Um, but bo- both of them are my biggest role models. Same with my father. Um, but so my brother passed away. You know, that that was – it was hard, right? Mm-hmm. It, of course. It's, it's something else to, you know, lose someone close to you. But when you lose your brother, um, you're – family member it's right. it's really tough on you but fast forward a little bit you know we get past that um recently a couple months ago my parents got divorced like i mentioned mm-hmm. um my mother uh was living with my grandparents for a little bit she then moved to north carolina which she uh got her dream job which is a dispatcher 
through oh, Matthew's um, police department. And right now I'm just living with my dad. Uh, Heck yeah, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, shit. What, like, <laughs> so what kind of like, what did that kind of teach you trying to go through that? And like, how did, how did that help you like sort of move forward? Because a lot of people that go through stuff like that, like say myself, like, I've, I've had my share of tr- struggles, you know, and like mm-hmm. sometimes it, it either causes people to regress or progress, you know, like yes. they, they see it as energy to move forward or they let it, you know, slowly kill them. And so like, how did you let that carry you forward and into the rest of, you know, what you're yeah. doing now and trying to just be a better person? Yeah. Like going off what you said, uh, when people go through a lot of traumatic events, like myself, and you, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of people like to crawl up into a ball and just keep that shit inside and don't let it out. Right. And it just eats them away, eats them away. And what I think people need to do is when they have those traumatic events, use that shit as energy, you know, mm-hmm. use that stuff to push off and keep moving forward. Um, I, I use these as uh, things to see, like, how can I make them proud? Right. Mm-hmm. How can I build off that? Not dwelling on the past. Cause Shit, you can't change the past, right? Mm-hmm. You can only live in the moment. Don't look into the future. Mm-hmm. You can only live now. So I I use that stuff to kind of build build myself and mm-hmm. make myself stronger. Not not crawl into a ball and say why me? Because uh, you're not the only one that's going through this. There's mm-hmm. plenty of other people that go through the exact same shit every single day. Right, and I think like a lot of people they they just they have that whole like why me like no mm-hmm. one else goes through these things like i'm the only one struggling and they just they get closed off inside this exactly, little fucking yeah. ball of vision you yeah, know yeah. and like i because even for a while i did that for myself because i was like yeah fucked in like they don't know like e- exactly no yeah, one I, understands like, i did that a lot too and it I, I finally just opened my eyes and like i don't need to just lay here and keep being a bitch about this i i gotta mm-hmm. keep moving forward you know trying to make a future for myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you said, make them proud, you yeah. know? And like, that was the thing is like, I think it, it took definitely a couple of years to break out of my funk, you know? Yes, but like yes, once yeah. I finally started to like, cause like once you start to fail, it's easier to fail. Exactly. Like you can just, you can just keep falling and falling and then it gets harder to see a way out. And yep. the only difference between a rut and a grave is the death, you know? Yep. And uh, some people, they just fall back into that. And, I just, I I went from the fuck them, they don't understand to the, they don't need to understand, you know, exactly. these are, these are things that like, like I believe that my whole life and the struggles that I'd been through and the things that had happened to me, that's, that's fuel. That was ultimately <laughs> training for what I'm going into right now, you know? And uh, I think, I don't know, people just get caught up in this such a negative mindset and don't know how to exactly. like digest the good stuff. And yeah. It, it, it's hard to, you know, not look at the negative shit when you're living in today's world, like all of the negative shit that's going mm-hmm. around. It is crazy to have a positive mindset and mm-hmm. it's very difficult. Um, but I don't know. It's hard to look past those things, but you have to. Yeah. And I think it's also like, it's also a lot of like who you surround yourself with, the yes. people you put yourself around yeah. and that type of thing. Yeah. People with a bad energy, you just have to shit can those people. You know, yeah. the, the ones that put you down for who you are and what you believe in. 
mm-hmm. th- those aren't the right people. Um, there's so many quotes about uh, you are who you surround yourself with. Yeah, um, exactly. And I, I believe that a lot. Mm-hmm. And like, I've, I've definitely had to make my share of changes in friends. And like, I know you have too. Same here, like, yeah. yeah. So like what kind of happened there was like, cause it's, there was like a weird thing going on for like a little while. Yeah. Know? Um, I'll, I won't touch very uh, far into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but sure. you know, I, I was at a party and the cops came, uh, this and that. And after that, I was blamed that I was called, I was the one that called the cops and all this. And I, those were not the friends, those were the friends I've had forever. Right. Mm-hmm. And I finally realized that those aren't the people to surround myself with because mm-hmm. they put me in a position where it was um, them or me. And I, I don't like making decisions like that. Right. Yeah. Um, so I kind of pushed them away and kept doing me and trying to build me instead of trying to build them instead of myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but eventually, you know, truth always comes out and it came out. Um, I, I was innocent. Right. And right. I, I was the whole time. And I knew that no one else knew that, mm-hmm. but I did. And I just kept doing me. Mm-hmm. See, and like that, that similar thing happened to me, you know, like, cause back, like right after high school, I was selling weed and like yeah. got into that shit. And, uh, a couple of my friends ended up getting caught, right? Right after I had been caught. Yeah. And they thought that I was working with cops, which yeah. is the most fucking ridiculous thing I'd ever heard in my goddamn yeah. life. Like, I started, hearing, <laughs> I started hearing the wildest shit. Like, people were saying that I was working with the cops, and that's how I got the money to buy my car and, like, yeah. all this fucking crazy shit. Dude, it is and, crazy. When you live in a small town, the rumors that come up, they, oh, they're they just so crazy. <laughs> like People's imagination is Yeah, you freaking can't even wild. make that shit up. <laughs> like, it is crazy. Like, it's freaking nuts. But, yeah. yeah, like you said, you just, it's either you get rid of them or God's going to get rid of them for you. You yeah. know, some way or another, he's going to find opportunities or lessons that's going to either push them out of your life yep. or you're going to leave willingly, yeah. you know? You know, God hears conversations that you don't. And yes, exactly. He, everyone asks, why did this happen? Or like like we said why me mm-hmm. god has a plan for you and he's he's seeing things and hearing things that you don't see or hear and he wants you to go on the right path so he puts you on that path you know mm-hmm. exactly and like as i've went through man i can't even tell you how many different like groups of friends per se and yeah. like i i still keep in contact with those people yeah. like like now that you know like you said fucking the truth gets out and yeah. people figure it out and like now i'm good with those people but i'm not going to keep surrounding myself with exactly. those people you know like yep. like i'm willing to you know hey how you doing type of thing like yep. i'm very civil but Same um way. you just you just gotta exclude yourself from the drama you know and like mm-hmm. i went through that stuff with the going to jail and the weed and get caught yeah. and like all that and then got in with another group of friends and like that worked out for a while for that time of my life you yeah. know and I believe that as you begin to progress, like your frequency raises yes. and yep. you resonate with certain people mm-hmm. and some of those people will progress with you. And some of them will stay on whatever vibration they're at. Yep. And as I started to progress, I got in with other people. And then as I kept progressing, I started to move past those people. And like the, this last group of friends that I was with, like it was, 
I don't know. Like at first they were very inspiring, really mm-hmm. helped me out. Like was really awesome. Like good group of guys to be around. Yeah. And over time, like I couldn't tell if it was them changing or if it was me, yeah, you know? Yeah. And over time I just realized it was me because, and then as they left, I was like, you know, kind of like, Oh my fucking, they're leaving me. My friends don't like or mm-hmm. whatever. But like, that was just a way of, you know, a higher power or God or, you know, whatever you believe in, yeah. it's just kind of forcing that energy out of my life. Yeah. And, I remembered like I was really good friends with a couple of guys and really trusted them, you know, and then like started to see kind of like, I don't know, they started to dive into like a darker path, yeah, you yeah. know, and uh, like started lying, started sneaking around, you know, mm-hmm. like trying to, and then come to find out they're talking shit on me after all this time, you know, yeah. and then, but now like I'm in this kind of, I don't know, kind of in this groove where people, good people from my past that maybe I had excluded to do the negative things Mm -hmm. are now coming back into my life. People I need to surround myself with. And it's just, it's kind of crazy how life works out like that, you know? Yeah, it is crazy. I mean, we're only on this world for a certain amount of years and Mm -hmm. you sometimes have to look at the bigger picture instead of being so direct on one thing, you know, not every little thing matters you kind of have to just push past those little mm-hmm. things, right? And look at the bigger picture. You know, we're, we're not alive for long. Mm-hmm. We're, we're just here to do our duty right. and leave. Right. And it's just, we're, we're only here for a certain amount of time yeah. and you got to take advantage of everything exactly. that you get, man. Exactly. And you know, it's, it's kind of hard sometimes when you think back on it, cause you think of all the time that you may have wasted, yep. but um, along with that time you've wasted, you've also learned a lot of good lessons in that, that mm-hmm. help you progress forward. And I mean, so like, what are some little things that will kind of help you progress forward? Like, you know, like working out, you read any books, like what kind of, what, what are kind of like some habits that you have that just keep you, help, help you going from your day to day? Um, one of the biggest things is, uh, working out. I love to see progression in myself and, mm-hmm. uh, I also love listening to podcasts, right? Inspirational podcasts. Um, if you know, David Goggins, he's, yeah, he's dude. <laughs> I love that dude. Um, he's very inspirational and oh, okay. he kind of puts things into words that everyone can understand. He's just very blunt about it. Yeah. Like yeah. He has no filter and <laughs> yeah. he, he really makes it uh, a statement, but oh, hell yeah. yeah, the little things, you know, um, one of the biggest would be God, you know, he keeps me going every day, right? Mm-hmm. He, he will honestly help you with anything you want or you need if you let him into your life, right? If, if you search for him and do the things that he asks, he will put you on the right path. Mm-hmm, exactly. And that's the, uh, on that thought, like I've, I've kind of learned that God's not going to give you what you want or even what you need. He's going to give you what you deserve. Exactly. So you keep moving in a good direction. He's going to keep giving you blessings and handing you good things, you know, yep. but if, if you keep regressing, it's, that's when, his voice and you know his wisdom that's when it kind of fades out and you kind of lose that and yeah. all it takes is one step in the right direction to keep going that way you know yes, sir. and uh, i mean it's just kind of crazy how things work out yeah. in life and it's i think it's wild to think how how young we are you know like i know you're you're 17 haven't graduated high school yet and like shit i'm I'm 21, but I still feel like I'm 17. Yeah. I still feel like a kid. You we, know? we all think that these these teenage years matter so much. They don't. Exactly. This, this is just a little stepping stone. Mm-hmm. These are just a few years to a whole 
life, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I, I like to look at it like we, we should live live our teenage lives uh, to the fullest, right? Because mm-hmm. once you get out of your teenage years, you're going to have to be working every day, right? Paying bills, all this. When you're a teenager, you don't have to worry about shit like that. Mm-hmm. You're just living, right? Exactly. And you don't need to be worrying about things that don't fucking matter. Exactly. And that's the thing is like everyone puts so much importance on the things that's going on in high school. Like even yeah. I did it. Like, yes. Like Same. what you're wearing, who you talk to, like who you hang out yeah. with, what you're doing. And who gives a shit. Like, exactly. And what people don't realize is literally the minute you graduate, none of that shit matters. Mm-hmm. Because after that, no one gives a fuck. And it's crazy because like I'll see adults now. They're doing the same thing. But it's, you know, oh, what kind of house you got? Or where, what kind of, what kind of car you drive or where you working, like type of thing. And it's just, it's not in high school anymore, but it's the same concept. Yeah, there will always be that group of kids that were in high school that always looked at the shit that you had, but for, Mm -hmm. um, and put you on a pedestal for the property you have or the objects, right? Mm -hmm. Like you're trying to cross off some kind of fucking grocery list. Exactly. Right. Um, they will keep going through life just like that. Um, putting people on pedestals for the objects I have and not looking at what that person has to offer in themselves. Exactly. Like, I, I think it's funny because like me, I try to, I try to present myself as well as I can when I walk in anywhere to any people and I try to establish a positive relationship with anybody I run into. But like, if they were to see like, you know, my truck or my house or like where where I'm at, you know, they'd probably be like, "Eh, you know, what the hell? But then like, you know, once they, actually talk to somebody and get yeah. to know them like it's just the whole don't judge a book by its cover exactly. you know you got to read it you got to read into the contents and, mm-hmm. and it's just kind of wild how that shit works out yeah but i mean heck man what kind of advice could you leave to the people what kind of thing can you tell people to help them kind of move forward if they're kind of in a hole you yeah know? um you know biggest one would be you know just keep moving forward right mm. we can't dwell on the past um you know there's always a tomorrow if you're still breathing, still got a heartbeat, you're good, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, just keep pushing. The fight ain't over until you die. Mm-hmm. It's not over till it's over. Yes, sir. Hell yes, yeah. Sir. Hell yeah, man. Well, that's awesome. Um, I'm sure a lot of people are going to listen to this and really get some good advice from it. But yeah. heck yeah, man. It was awesome to have you on. And uh, Thank you. It was an honor. Hell yeah, man. Hopefully we can go in and get us a lift in when you're all healed up, Yes, man. sir. Yes, sir. Can't yeah. wait. Hell yeah, brother. Well, we'll we'll catch y'all later.